Hello, friends, and welcome back to another podcast of Women at the Well Ministries, where we believe that all of us have to come to Jesus like the woman at the well in John chapter 4. Our highest priority is making God real in your life. Whether you are listening in our app, in your favorite podcasting app, or on our website at watwm.org, we invite you to sit down with us as we look to the scriptures to learn more about God and to strengthen your daily walk with Jesus Christ. Every day, we are faced with many choices. Some of the choices we make have little to no consequence upon our quality of life, but others impact it greatly. From what we wear to what we eat, whether we will or won't exercise, to with whom we associate are all choices that have varying degrees of impact upon our lives. But nothing will have the impact on your life like who and what you will serve. Join us in this podcast of Women at the Well Ministries as Kim takes us on a journey through the scriptures, examining the consequences of our choices. Hello, and thank you for joining us in this podcast of Women at the Well Ministries. What a pleasure it is to spend the next few moments with you just discussing the Bible and what God says to us. He's such a personal God. And as we read through the scriptures, he will tell us the things that we need to know. And he tells us the things that we need to know that are relevant now and forever. And so as we store up his word in our heart and in our mind, we are preparing ourselves to live the life he intended for us to live. All's left then is for us to follow. And we see in Matthew chapter 16, 24, that he tells us that very thing. He says, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. So today we're going to talk about following the Lord, making the choice to follow Jesus, making the choice to serve God. Because we have lots and lots of choices that we make every day, and they are opportunities to shine bright like the sun for Jesus, or there are opportunities where we pass on that and we don't serve God when we are given the opportunity. And we're going to talk about what that looks like and how it is that we manage to do the right thing. And we're going to find ourselves really reflecting on how is it we live our life? What choices are we making? Will people find Jesus by following in our footsteps? Let us pray. Lord, I just thank you for the opportunity for your presence in my life your presence in this podcast. Lord, for all of us who are coming to you and just asking you to fill us with your understanding, to cleanse us of our unrighteousness, and Lord, to dust us off and put us on the path that we would be able to follow you and be the best servants possible. Lord, help us today to understand what it means to follow you. Lord, help us today to understand what it means to serve you. And Lord, today, help us to understand 
that every choice we make needs to bring you honor and glory and that you are fully preparing us to live the abundant life you promised us. And if we follow you and we make the choices that line up with who you are, then we will be living that abundant life in John chapter 10, verse 10. And we will be serving you and bringing you honor and glory. Lord, help us, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. In Joshua chapter 24, verses 14 through 15, we are given this passage of Scripture. Now therefore fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in truth and put away the gods which your father served on the other side of the flood and in Egypt and serve ye the Lord. And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom ye will serve, whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Reflect upon this passage of Scripture for just a moment and look at the stance that Joshua is making. He is claiming that he and his house will serve the Lord. Now that's a question I believe all of us should just take a moment to entertain in our hearts and our minds. Have we made a declaration that our family is on the Lord's side? That our family is in the army of God? And that our family's purpose and primary focus is going to be doing the will of the Father and serving our Lord Jesus Christ. That's a wonderful place to start as we look at Joshua 24, 14 through 15. And we opened up with Matthew chapter 16, verses 20, verse 24, because we wanted you to see that he said to follow him. And he said to deny yourself. And here Joshua is saying this day, make a decision. So every day when Jesus graciously wakes us and allows us to have another day on planet Earth, I want to make sure that you know that that gift is to be given to him to serve him, and for him to use you for your good and his glory. This is why you were created. This is the purpose of your life. So many of us are wandering around in this world saying, what is my purpose? What should I be doing? And the world will send you a ton of self-help books. The world will give you all kinds of modern-day trendy ideas, things that sound catchy and cliches and little phrases that you can just say over and over in your, word, in your mind. And none of that in itself is bad. In fact, they are extraordinarily helpful. However... You have one purpose. 
and that is to serve the Lord your God and to love him with all your heart, your mind, your soul. He must be your all in all. And so every day you've got to choose to deny yourself because your flesh is going to want to do the things that are important to you. The flesh is going to want you to do the things that perhaps esteem you and not him. See, what should be important to you is that the work of the Lord continues, that you are walking in the center of his will, that you are following his commandments and living to serve him. But sometimes what's important to our flesh and what's important to the Lord is not the same thing. And so he tells us in Mark cha- Matthew chapter 16 that we are to deny ourselves. And that we're to pick up our cross. That cross is a burden. But Jesus says he'll give you the strength that you need and that he will supply all of your needs. And he tells us that all things are possible with him. And so this cross you're choosing to bear is just a symbol of your allegiance to God. The tasks that it requires may cause you to fight with flesh, but they're not a burden to bear because he bears them for us. We simply follow. As we begin to look at Joshua 24, 14 through 15, and he says, If it seems evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom you will serve, whether it's the gods of your fathers, or is it going to be the Lord God Almighty? And you you say to me, well, Kim, I, I serve the Lord. And praise be to God, I hope that that is genuinely and completely true. But a lot of times what I find is that we serve the Lord when it's convenient, when there isn't anything else we want to do, when there isn't anything else that we deem more important. And you say, well, I would never say something's more important than the Lord, and I would submit to you that each of us do it every day. The Bible says that thou shalt have no other gods before me, in Exodus 20, verse 3. And I want you to understand what a little G-O-D is. That's anything that takes your time, your energy, and has your attention and is leading you. That, my friend, is a little G-O-D. And it will war against and distract from the one true living Almighty God. So if you tell me that you love the Lord and that you are serving God and he's the most important person to you and that you want to follow his commandments, but yet every day you choose to do something other than that, you're no longer got time to go to church because you work too hard during the week, or Sunday's your only family time. 
as a side note, your family needs to be in the house of God. And your family needs to be surrounded by people who are worshiping and sharing in the love and goodness of Jesus. There isn't a better family time than when you take your family to the house of God to worship and learn with your church family, the family of God. And so when you begin to choose to do other things other than be with Jesus, other than studying his word, we're told in 2 Timothy 2.15 that we're to study to show ourselves approved, a workman unto God that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. You can't follow commandments if you don't know what they are. The Holy Spirit will lead you and convict you, but it's Jesus himself who became flesh, this word that became flesh that is going to help us to understand who Jesus is, what his character is, what he's doing, where he goes, how we should respond, how we should act, what the expectations are, how to learn of the Holy Spirit that we could follow him. And so these choices that you make every day that take you away from God or pull you away from this tight personal relationship with Jesus are choices that you are making to choose something other than to serve the one true living God. And so when we begin to think of that, here's what I need you to know, that anything you choose to do is a statement that you are making That that moment in time which you can never get back, that precious commodity of time, that gift of the moment, whatever it is you're doing, you're saying, is the most important thing I could do right now because that's why I'm choosing. That's what I'm choosing. Some of us don't understand that because we're choosing to spend the moment doing something, that what we're really saying is, this is what I think is the most important thing to do with my most precious time. And what you really don't get is when you choose to do something over something else. There is no way around it. This is just the truth. What you're saying is this. I choose to do this because right now in this moment, I believe it is the most important thing, or at least it's what I want to do instead of doing that. So if you're choosing to go fishing every Sunday morning, what you're saying is fishing is more important and what I really want to do every Sunday instead of going to the house of God. And folks, there's probably no one listening who loves fishing more than me. And Peter went a-fishing. He just didn't go every Sunday. And there are times for vacations and there are times for refreshing. Jesus went across to the other side and he would pray. But when you say you don't have time to pray... What you're saying is everything else I do in the day is more important for me to do in my mind than to pray. 
when you say there's not enough time for me to read my Bible today, what you're saying is every other choice you made was more important than reading the Word of God. It's not me. The Word will tell you that. But wherever we spend our time and our energy and whatever we give our attention to is our God. And Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven says this, Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. This is what God wants. Later in the scripture, he says, This is the first commandment. We have to love the Lord. It's one of the big ten when I said in Exodus 20, verse 3, Thou shalt have no other gods before me. So we need to take inventory of our life right now and determine Are we truly choosing Jesus or are we just giving that some lip service? But let's look at what it means to serve the Lord as we're asked in Joshua chapter 24, verses 14 through 15. Who is it that we're going to submit to? Who is it that we're going to allow to rule and reign in our hearts and in our lives? Who is it that we're going to place our allegiance to? First and foremost, it'll be seen in that response to whether or not you'll take up your cross and deny yourself. But there's some legit ways that you can truly serve the Lord. In John chapter 13, verses 13, 34 through 35, he says this, A new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another as I have loved you, and that ye also love one another. By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if you have love one to another. When you belong to the army, the navy, the air force, or any kind of military group, or when you belong to any kind of club or membership into any entity, there's generally something that will distinguish you as to why you are in that. You have a Navy uniform on that looks very different than an Army uniform. So walking down the street, people can say, well, that's, that's a person who serves in the U.S. Army, or that's a person who serves in the U.S. Navy. We have a way of being able to be seen and identified as part of that group, as being someone who is associated We do that with sports teams. We do that with other clubs and things that we may belong to in our lives. But we also need to realize that we do it when we become a child of God because old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new, and there is a new standard that we live by. We no longer have governing rule over ourselves, but we have submitted to the will of God. We have submitted to God's ruling of our heart and our life. We have committed to following his commandments. We are showing the world that Jesus loves me and his grace and his mercy and his glory is in me and the way that he has lived for me and what he has done for me has compelled me to love him in such a way that I want to identify with him. I want to be associated with him. Do you want to be associated with Jesus? Do you want people to know that you are a child of the Most High God? And the answer to that has to be yes. Because he says, if you're ashamed of me and this adulterous and sinful generation, I will be ashamed of you. 
We've got to be willing to be identified and associated with Jesus. And we do that by loving one another as he loved us. And he has sacrificially given himself for us. And that is the model and the example that we are to live for others, that we are to sacrificially give of ourselves, that we might serve him and fully, fully surrender our lives to him. I want to bring to your attention what the scripture says. He gives us an account in Matthew chapter 25, verses 35 through 40, that says this, For I wasn't a hunger, this is Jesus speaking, and you gave me meat. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you took me in, naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came unto me. Then shall the righteous answer him and say, Lord, when saw we thee a hungered and fed thee, or thirsty and gave thee drink? When saw we thee a stranger and took thee in, or naked and clothed thee? Or when saw we thee sick or in prison and came unto thee? And the king shall answer and say unto them, Verily I say unto you, Inasmuch as ye have done it unto one of the least of these my brethren, ye have done it unto me. When we help others, when we put aside our self-wants, when we sacrifice an extra hour of sleep, or we choose to share the love of God instead of something that is kind of meaningless or just for ourselves. We are serving the Lord when we help his children. And that's what it means by serving the Lord, is just giving ourselves to him and saying, here am I, Lord, send me. I want you to know that these are not just good things to do. This is what we are called to do. And we have to choose this day whom you're going to serve. Whether it's what the world serves or the one true living God. And the good news is when you choose the one true living God and you submit to him, he makes you everything you need to be and supplies all you need to have in order to do the task he lays before you. And he's very clear. We read in his scriptures what we're to do, but the Holy Spirit will convict you, and the Holy Spirit will give you a push and a direction of what the Lord is calling for you to do right now. And all you have to do is deny self and follow him. Allow Jesus to rule and reign in your hearts and lives. And do it with gladness. Psalms 102 says, Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. It is a privilege to serve the Most High God. Galatians 6, 9 tells us, Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. People may not say thank you. People may not receive your kindness and your efforts the way you think they should. But you're not doing it for people because you're doing it for the Lord. Colossians 3, 23 through 25 says this, But ye brethren, and whatsoever ye do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not unto men, knowing that of the Lord ye shall receive the reward of the inheritance, for ye serve the Lord Christ. 
that he that doeth wrong will receive for the wrong which he hath done, and there is no respect of persons. Everyone will give account of themselves before God. And he has given us tasks to do that we might be his hands and feet extended, that we might be able to serve him. God does not need human hands to do anything to help him. But it is a privilege that he calls us into the army so that we could be his hands and his feet extended. You're not going to do something that makes God greater. You're not going to do something that puts God in a position that he owes something to you. That's not what serving the Lord means. What serving the Lord means is you are his hands and his feet extended. And all the service you're doing is pointing people to God. And you're dependent on him to supply the enabling power to do it. That's what it means to serve the Lord. Being about the Father's business, pointing others to the Lord, giving God the credit and allowing him to supply you what you need to do it. Anything that brings attention to yourself isn't serving the Lord. You're just serving yourself and trying to kind of mask it with something that you say you're doing for the Lord. And God is a discerner and knows the intents of the heart. My friend, my suggestion to you, my encouragement to you and myself the same, is that today you choose to serve the Lord. And that today you put away the things of the world. And you call and claim your allegiance to the one true living God, that you may live the abundant life in gratitude, joy, and peace by serving the one true living God, by loving your neighbor as you love yourself. Remember, you are loved. Jesus loves you. Thank you for joining us in today's podcast. You can visit the show notes for quotes from today's podcast and scripture references. We pray today has been a blessing, and we encourage you to reach out to us through our app, our website, or our Facebook page. You can find our app by searching for Woman at the Well Ministries in your app store or through our website at watwm.org. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash watwm. If you visit our website, you'll be able to subscribe to Bible Bits, a daily devotion written by Kim and delivered Monday through Friday by text message. Woman of the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father, and it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. To learn how to partner with Woman at the Well Ministries, please visit our website. Thank you to the gospel group Fudge Creek for letting us use their hit song, Happy Girl. We greatly appreciate your prayers. We are praying daily for our listeners. Remember that God loves you. You are loved. Happy girl, she's a happy girl.
个